Good morning. Today is Thursday, September 23rd, 2021. We find ourselves in the middle of the holiday of Sukkos, Zman Simcha Seinu, the time of our rejoicing. And we're about to come to Shabbos, the Shabbos of Chol HaMoed, the middle intermediate day of Shabbos. On the Shabbos of Chol HaMoed, of each of the three festivals, Pesach, Shavuos, and Sukkos, we add to the morning service reading one of the books of the Torah. On Pesach, we read the book of Shir Hashirim, Song of Songs. Shavuos, we read the book of Ruth, the book of Rus. Now, if you had to choose a book of the Torah to read on Sukkos, Zman Simcha saying, the time of our rejoining, rejoicing, what would be your last choice? What would be the choice that you would come to only after you discarded every other possible choice? All right, well, maybe the last choice would be the book of Eov, the book of Job, which talks about suffering. Maybe that's really not so appropriate to Sukkos. But the second to the last choice has got to be the book of Koheles of Ecclesiastes. Hakal Havolim Omar Koheles. Everything is empty. Everything is futile. Everything is meaningless. It's fleeting. And of course, that is the book that we read this Shabbos morning. How in the world does it make sense that on a day that is devoted to Zman Simcha Seinu, the time of our rejoicing, and it's Shabbos also, we read a book that seems like it is such a downer. So the truth is, Rabbi Jonathan Sachs explains, that Koheles, the book of Koheles that we read this Shabbos morning, asks the question that every single one of us asks and lives with and provides the answer that can change our lives. And the answer is Sukkos. So let me explain it in the following way. Let's start with the key word in Kohelis, the word that is repeated more than any other and that is associated with the book of Kohelis, Hevel, Havolim. That word is used five times just in the second verse alone. It's used a total of 38 times times throughout the work. Now you'll see many translations of this word hevel or havalim. I mentioned a few before. Vanity, emptiness, futility. But a more trend, uh, a precise translation would be shallow or fleeting breath. Hevel is Breath, what comes when we exhale. 
And the question that Kohelas asks is that since all of life is mere fleeting breath, and in the end we all die, what does life mean? Ernest Becker wrote a monumental work, The Denial of Death. It is a classic. If you have not read it, please read it. And if you have read it, read it again. It's worth reviewing. So, in The Denial of Death, Ernest Becker argues that the primary motivator in life is our anxiety over death, and our fear of death leads us to do things that we feel will live forever. So, we accumulate possessions. We achieve power. We write books. We build buildings. We create art. We spend our lives trying to leave something that will live on after us. But the problem, he points out, is that they all fail to defeat death because we won't live to see any of it. And this is the question that Koheles poses. Right at the beginning, first chapter, third verse. My Yisron Adam Lachal Amalo Sheyamal Tachasashemesh. What's the purpose? What's the benefit? What's the use of all of the effort that a person expends in this world? Then Kohelas goes on to make some suggestions. And the suggestions are all classic suggestions of what he tried to do. Kohelis is written by Shlomo HaMelech, King Solomon, that he tried to do to answer this question, to overcome this problem of the apparent futility of life. Chapter 3. Higdalti Masi. I built houses. Natati Kramim. I planted vineyards. I made gardens and uh, orchards. I planted every kind of tree with every kind of fruit. I made streams of water. I acquired servants. I acquired cattle and great herds so much that I had more than anyone else. I gathered to myself silver and gold and I acquired power. I acquired power of being a king and power over countries. I had for myself ministers, and bureaucrats. I created for myself pleasures. 
I did all these things. But they all were shallow breath. And these are all the classic attempts Ernest Becker is following in this path of this passage of all the different things we try to do to overcome this problem of the futility of life in the face of death. They all fail because I'm not going to be around to enjoy it. And then Kohelas provides the answer. Yodati I came to know ki ein tov bom ki im lismoach velasos tov b'chayev. There is no good in this world except lismoach to rejoice velasos tov b'chayev and to do good things in this life. V'raisi ki ein tov me'asher yismach ha'adam b'masav I saw, I came to understand that there is no good in this world. There is no purpose in this world except to be able to have joy from the actions that I perform. And I praise joy. There is no greater good for man in this world. Now, the best way I can try to explain, to share with you, what Shlomo HaMelech is saying in his answer, the specific meaning and significance of simcha, of joy, in this context, is to point to what, for many of us, is our highest moment of joy, standing under the chuppah with our new spouse. At that peak moment, Jewish tradition has it that we break a glass. We break a glass to remember that everything is not perfect. Jerusalem is not yet rebuilt. We have conflicts. We have crises, we have worries, and yet with those imperfections and worries and conflicts and crises, we can appreciate the joy of this moment. Life is a risk. Life can be dark. Life can be frightening, and life is definitely uncertain. And that is what simcha is. Simcha, joy, is the ability to experience and appreciate the joy that is in this moment, putting aside the worries of yesterday and tomorrow. Just thank God for now. That's Simcha. I read a remarkable memoir and I recommend it to you highly titled Between Two Kingdoms 
mature, true joy is figuring out how to coexist with the pain that will always live inside of you without pretending it isn't there or allowing it to hijack your day. That's Simcha. Simcha has the potential to remove or to at least greatly lessen our fear of death because it allows us to substitute joy for the anxiety and fear. And we can find Simcha in just about every moment of life if we choose to do so, if we choose to focus on it. Because when we focus on Simcha, we push aside the fear of death because we can experience simcha with those questions still existing but set to the side. And this answer to the challenge of death is Sukkos. When we enter a diras aroi, a temporary dwelling that is vulnerable, that will not last, just as our body is a temporary dwelling that will not last, and with our vulnerability to the wind and colds and rain and to the vicissitudes of life that affect our body as well. In that temporary dwelling, we can rejoice. We can experience Zman Simchasenu, the time of our rejoicing. The joy of being together with our family, if we have that. Being with our community, if we have that. Enjoying delicious meals, if we have that. And recognizing the embrace and protection of God's presence. And thanking God for now, which we all have. And then, the wind, and the rain, and the cold, and the bees, they don't matter. Sukkos is the answer that Kohelis provides. Years ago, we had a bar mitzvah at Adath. And the grandfather of the bar mitzvah boy was a Holocaust survivor. And this grandfather insisted on speaking at the bar mitzvah, and it was quite out of character because this man was very shy. He never liked to be the center of attention. He was a quiet person, always sat on the side. Ne I never, ever heard him speak publicly. 
but he insisted that he had to speak at his grandson's bar mitzvah. And here is the message that he shared with his grandson and with all of us in shul on that day. He told a story, a parable. And the parable goes like this. It was a Friday night and there was a large crowd gathered about to begin the Shabbos Seuda, the Shabbat meal. And the husband asked the wife to fill the Kiddush cup with wine. And she did. But the cup was not filled. So he poured the whole bottle of wine into the Kiddush cup and another full bottle of wine and another bottle of wine. But the Kiddush cup would not fill to the top. And he was worried. What did I do wrong that I cannot fill the Kiddush cup? Just then, an angel flew overhead and the angel was crying and a tear fell into the cup and the Kiddush cup was filled. And the grandfather said to his grandson, it is necessary to have a tear to fill a cup for joy. If you can have a tear and fill your cup for simcha, for joy, you will live a full life regardless of the number of your years and you will defeat death that's the message of Koheles. And that is the message of Sukkos. My friends, I want to wish you a wonderful day. I look forward to seeing all of you soon in person. Enjoy Sukkos. Pay attention. Let's try to pay attention this Shabbos to the book of Koheles. The message is not right there on the surface. It needs to be considered and thought about. But let's try to use this approach to see how Koheles provides the solution that Sukkos is looking for. Have a wonderful day. And thank you so much for joining.